You're listening to Costly Capital, a podcast produced for Cohn Resnick about the challenges and opportunities that market economics and high interest rates create for the real estate industry. Construction is the canary in the coal mine of the country's economy. When the future looks uncertain or the money supply tightens, construction projects get put on hold and plans get scrapped. This is exactly what happened when the Fed started raising interest rates. Before there were many large real estate foreclosures, headlines started coming out about commercial construction projects that were stopping, oftentimes mid-build. The slowdown in real estate activity that followed the rate hikes only made things worse for contractors. As bad as the outlook might seem for the construction industry, there are plenty of good signs for its long-term growth. Cities across the country are incentivizing projects to build more housing. Empty offices are turning into large conversions, and the federal government has introduced a number of bills aimed to spur growth in certain industries. So how is the construction industry adapting to the changing lending environment? I asked someone that deals with construction companies every day to find out. Hi, I'm Scott Zemicki. I'm uh, with Cohn Resnick. I'm the construction industry practice leader. Scott has been doing construction industry accounting for 20 years and has seen how different lending environments have affected construction activity. One of the reasons that he has seen that construction companies struggle so much in times of high interest rates is the types of loans that they use to finance their capital-intensive businesses. Contractors rely very heavily on their lines of credit, and, and very often lines of credit are variable rate. So as interest rates climb, so does the cost of borrowing. Um, so that directly impacts uh, contractors' profit margins. So, um, and what we've seen really as interest rates have risen, we've also seen tighter credit markets. And so, you know, the cost of borrowing has increased, but it's also becoming a little bit more difficult to, uh, to borrow the funds that, that, that you need. Everyone loves to talk about how high rates have got, but that's only part of the equation for borrowers. When the lending environment gets more risky, certain lenders pull out leaving it hard for companies to get loans funded, even if they can't afford the rates. Construction is obviously a very risky industry. Um, so some banks will shy away from it, especially as the, as the credit market gets tighter. Um, when things are good, you know, banks are always looking to get into the construction market because it's just another revenue stream for them. But as things become a little bit tighter, economy, um, economic conditions become a little bit uh, tougher you know, banks start to shy away from the riskier industries, and, and construction is one of the most risky industries there is. Lenders pulling back away from construction projects when things get bad is nothing new. In fact, according to Scott, you should pick your construction lenders wisely in the event that this happens. When things are good, you know, banks are always looking to get into the construction market because it's just another revenue stream for them. But as things become a little bit tighter, economy, um, economic conditions become a little bit uh, tougher, you know, banks start to shy away from the riskier industries, and, and construction is one of the most risky industries there is. You want to make sure that you're using a bank that doesn't ebb and flow kind of with the market conditions. We've seen banks, you know, get into construction, things turn bad, next thing you know, they're getting rid of all their construction accounts. As bad as the lending environment looks for contractors and developers, 
many companies have been doing well over the past few years. This has put them in a good place, both to weather the upcoming slowdown and to be good candidates for loans. You know, the good news is, is that contractors really had strong balance sheets and a really strong cash position, right? From you look at a lot of the government uh, PPP loans or ERC funds, they had really strong balance sheets. So a lot of contractors didn't really have to dip into their line of credit until most recently uh, with some of the increased costs for material costs and things of that nature. So there hasn't been a huge demand, I think, on a lot of borrowing at the construction entity level, which has been good, but that's starting to change. I had a lot of clients that were just outright buying equipment, not even financing it because they just didn't need to and they didn't need to take on that interest rate. And so, But now, uh, as things are tightening, they're probably going to be, unfortunately, borrowing to, to finance some of this equipment. And with the increase in rates, obviously, that's going to be a little bit more costly than it was a year or two ago. The construction industry is huge, so it does no good to try to paint it with one brush. Certain sectors of construction are struggling, but others are still seeing growing demand. Bringing manufacturing back from abroad has been a focus of the Biden administration. This has led to a number of large stimulus packages and has kicked off a massive amount of development for certain industries. Obviously, we all know office and retail and, and hospitality have struggled a little bit. There's not a lot of activity in those markets, but you know if you're if you're getting into manufacturing, um, some of the transportation infrastructure, clean energy infrastructure, you know you talk about data centers, you know some of those markets were super hot, and they continue to be. I mean, data center work is is ridiculously still hot. Um, so if you were kind of on that, you know, looking at the markets, paying attention to what the markets were doing two three years ago, and you got into the right kind of sectors within the construction space, you're, you're st still staying busy, even though you're hearing uh, the news out there that, you know, there might be some jobs that don't start or some jobs that are putting on pause because of the cost of financing. As some banks have stopped construction lending, other lenders have stepped in to replace them. These private lenders can be a good option to get a loan on a project the banks won't touch, but they can also be expensive. Obviously, it's kind of a flowdown, right? The, the real estate is borrowing on the construction loans, uh, hopefully to finance that project. And so there's a lot of private money out there um, trying to make these deals work. I think you're, you're seeing that, you know, in that real estate world where, hey, a bank's not comfortable doing the deal or, or they don't want to do the deal, but, a, you know, private entity will do it. Now, that, that's just a matter of at what cost. And so, uh, you know, from my experience, that interest rate is typically a higher interest rate than the bank would be. But if you can't get a can't get a bank to loan you the money, you got to find some other source to do it, especially if the deal still makes sense. There is a silver lining to the Fed's aggressive interest rate moves. If they are able to rein in inflation, it would help the construction industry immensely. The inflation rate decreases, hopefully. So does kind of the labor costs, or the at least the increase in the labor costs that we've seen. There's been a tremendous uh, increase in labor costs, you know, and as well as demand. So there, there continues to be pretty high demand in the in construction labor force. Um, what I've seen recently, though, is that th that demand is slowing a little bit. And again, that parallels some of the some of these deals that aren't coming to fruition, that are, jobs aren't going to bid, jobs that are getting put on hold. So that's easing some of the demand on the labor market. So 
the hope is that demand and the continued lower inflation will hopefully kind of level out uh, the cost of the labor in the long run. The construction and real estate industries are tied together, but they don't experience every economy the same. While the construction industry might be the first to bend under the weight of high interest rates, it can be less brittle than the property industry. Finding lending on construction projects will be difficult as long as rates are high, but the construction industry will find fertile ground somewhere else. And if and when rates finally come back down and projects start to pencil again, banks will flood back into the space and it will once again be time to build. Thanks for listening to this podcast. For more insights, visit konresnick.com forward slash subscription. That's C-O-H-N-R-E-Z-N-I-C-K dot com forward slash subscription.